Hey, what's up, Blazer fans? Welcome to the Blazer's Edge podcast. I am Tara Bowen Biggs, joined as always by Blazer's outsider, Danny Meringue. And hello, hello, hello. But Danny, you want to invite our special guest? Yes, we've been, uh, been talking to him, trying to get him on for a while now. You, uh, you know him as Trailblazers guard, Anthony Ant Simons. Ant, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Good to be seen, huh? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in for a couple weeks. <laughs> so the question on everybody's mind is always, how is everybody passing their time these days? And can we pick up any tips from each other on how we can entertain ourselves while we're waiting for basketball to start? Anthony, what have you been up to? Uh, just, you know, playing video games, watching movies. Just the normal stuff I used to do on my off time, but times... A hundred. <laughs> have, have you gotten into anything different and like tried something new that you may not have otherwise? Um, no, not really. I mean, just sticking to what you know. Yeah, sticking to what I know. Um, you know, trying to work, you know work out a little bit. Still get out, dribble the basketball, do push ups, sit ups, old fashioned stuff. That's the one I wanted to ask you first. Do you have a hoop that you can shoot on right now? Yeah, I, I I just got one in my driveway. Okay, so you're you're not hoopless like some other guys. No, I'm not hoopless. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm out there shooting four times a week. Okay, so, so you're still able to get out there and 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 stay in the groove a little bit. Yeah, a little okay. bit. Yeah. You you got you running somebody out there measuring the height, making sure your regulation. Um, we checked it yesterday. It's it's, it's close. <laughs> it might be like an inch, an inch too low. You got to keep you off the rim. Got to keep you from dunking. That's the problem. <laughs> I, know I think I think yesterday I think yesterday or two days ago was the first time I ever done it in like three weeks. Oh, just you know, no big deal. Just it's been yeah. three whole weeks. It's been three weeks. That's a long time. Are you are you with your family right now? Yeah, it's me, my parents, and my dog. So what are you doing to, uh, are, are you all, you know, keeping your own, keeping to your own thing? Are you doing special family activities, playing games, hearkening back to the old days when you used to all be together all the time? Um, maybe a little bit, but not, not, not that much. I mean, my parents do their own thing. They're, they're always outside watching TV out there and playing with my dog. Um, you know, I go out there when I'm done and just go out there and play with them a little bit. Um, yesterday, I, we actually played Uno last night, so that's one of the first things we did together. Did you actually finish the game? Yeah, I, I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got to do is just get get Ant in a competition, then it then it all turns upside down. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah they 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 quit on me. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't even a finished game. You you forced the quit. Yeah, we played like. We played like a total of seven games. I won like six out of the seven. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. That sounds like a marathon <laughs> session. Are you like just, are, are you an Uno family or do you have other games that you're going to have to turn to after we've been doing this for a couple more weeks? No, because we, we, we play cards a lot. We play spades, um, you know, a whole bunch of other card games as well. There's something uh, you and I were talking about the other night. Um, we, we'll get through this one quick. Uh, Hassan Whiteside. Um, hopped on some 2K in front of some people. And uh, I've heard that Hassan talked an awful lot about how good he is on the sticks. And then he lost by 30 to Patrick Beverly. 
What, what, what's going on here, Ant? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't mind just, just it was just a one-off, huh? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can't say anything because I don't play two K. So, <laughs> what's your best game that you play? I say Madden Call of Duty because that's the only two games I play. I've actually during this break I started playing other games. So I've actually tried to venture out and play some some games I would never think I would ever play. What you, you work in the list? All right, three games. The one I said, the one I said the other day, I said I didn't like it was Smite. Okay, yeah, yeah. I haven't played it yet though. Okay. Uh, two other games: uh, Dauntless. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Aladdin's. What was the last one? Aladdin's. It's like a. They say they say it's like a. It's like a bad version of Overwatch. Okay. Oh yeah, no Paladins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to think about that one for a second. Yeah, the the, the actually it's the same company that makes Smite that makes Paladins. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Tara's just like I. I don't know how you guys about. pick up video games. I don't know anything about video games, and there just seems like there's so many of them. I don't even know how you would decide. You you, you have to up. get you have to get started early. Like, only reason I'll, I'll give you a quick one. The only reason I got back into them is the Xbox came out. I don't sound old here. Xbox came out my senior year of high school. And when I went in the Air Force, when you're deployed, like there's only so many things you can do. And back in the day, you you brought movies, DVDs, and then we had Xboxes. And I stole the projector from the office <laughs> and, and took it with us and set the projector up in the tent, inside the tent, and we played games of uh, Halo. And that's what got me back into video games in, what, 2002, 2003? So, and then from there, you just kind of keep going. And probably just grew up with all of them. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I want to pivot for a sec to TV because Dan, you're going to be shocked to find out what I'm watching. What, what are you? Are you? Are you back on Love Is Blind? No, I'm not going back to Love Is Blind. I watched. I'm up. I'm in three episodes into Tiger King. Oh, okay. Have you guys watched Tiger King yet? Yeah. And you, I mean, these are your people. Listen, this is this is the Florida people here. <laughs> <laughs> There, I just want to know, uh, Anthony. Like, do you are like are there that you know of from growing up? Are there like exotic animal uh, sanctuaries around? Like, there's one in Oregon that is like advertised from the side of the road. And that's the only reason I know of it. But this documentary is turns out there's like all these animal sanctuaries all over the place, especially in the south and in, and in your area. And I was like totally shocked to find that out. Like tigers and lions and elephants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have mountain lions. Yeah, we see a lot of those. Uh, coyotes, a lot of coyotes, bears. Oof. Really? Oh my god! I mean, it's casual with it too. They walk in the middle of the road like nothing's going on. <laughs> I had um, no idea there were bears. I remember one day we came back. I was younger, so I, I barely remember. We came back from like a, a, a basketball game, and a bear is raining, and a bear was just sitting there behind our fence, just eating eating out the trash can like it was nothing. He didn't care oh, about man. it. He kept eating late at night. So bears, uh, there's a lot of bears here. Of course, you got alligators. Those are. And one thing, one thing that I forgot that that you don't see in Oregon is lizards. 
So oh, yeah. You, you got them everywhere, right? Yeah. So when I'm, like, I came back home and I saw lizards, I'm like, I'm not used to seeing all these lizards around, just scattering all over the place. Okay. Tell me what it's like growing up with alligators. Because that and just I'm, terrifies me. <laughs> you don't, you, I mean, it's, it's rare when you come up to them up close. Um, usually you see them from a distance. If you live by a lake, obviously you're going to see them a lot. Um, but other than that, they don't mess with you. They, they're always in the water. Or even then, they're just sitting outside the water, just sitting there, not bothering anybody. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if I could handle that. <laughs> All right, this, I, have, I have two questions that were submitted that were asked uh, specifically for you. Uh, one from Sean, John Sabine, one of our Bulls outsiders. Uh, he wanted me to ask you, are you afraid of ghosts? Am I afraid of ghosts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen a ghost before. Oh, okay. So I've seen a ghost before, but if, I, if I've seen one, I might be kind of freaked out about that one. <laughs> uh, I have another one. Uh, she's a uh, longtime listener, first-time question. Uh, her name's Amara. She wanted me to ask you uh, how much you enjoy social media. <laughs> I love social media. Right there. Okay, which one's your favorite platform, I guess? Oh, like Twitter, 100 percent Right on. That's the correct answer. Have there is you, a correct answer here. Have you figured out how to do like TikTok? Have you like gone in that direction yet? I'm not going to TikTok. <laughs> that's 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 when I know I hit a low point. It's like on TikTok. I tried to do Snapchat and I couldn't make that work. Are you, how are you on Snapchat? Mm, I'm, I'm all right on Snapchat. The only thing I post on Snapchat is like funny videos. I kind of screen record them and put them on my Snapchat. That's the only thing I use it for. <laughs> I can dig it. All right. Now, we don't want to sit here and ask you about a ton of the season or anything. We want this to be about you. What the what you go through on a day to day basis during the season, the the, the the real basketball stuff. So, I I sent you a couple questions to kind of because I wanted you to have an answer that made sense to you and didn't feel like it was rushed or anything like that. So, when you're working on a skill, when it's whether it be ball handling, shooting, defense, what's the process that you go through to go? Okay, I'm here right now. Here's where I want to be. How do I get from A to B? Like, what is it that you go through on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, like, goal basis? Um, basically, just starting with the basics. Um, you know, starting the basics, perfecting that, and then moving on to, to something more, a little bit more advanced. And then eventually, you're going to be elite at all those things. And eventually, you know, you're going to be good at, um, you know, that one particular dribbling, dribbling thing that you need to do. So. Um, I think it's just, just by starting with the basics and, and working, working hard at those to make sure you perfect that to, to be able to get past that. Kind of playing off of that, when you want to add something to the game, I know you're a Kobe guy, but beyond like the, the, you know, the greatest of the greats, when you're watching film and you're like, I want to be able to do that, who are the guys that you look at that you think your game kind of mimics or that it, it follows to? how you want to play, who are the guys that you look at and who are the guys that you want to take from and add to your style of game? Um, probably like Lou Williams, but I mean, obviously I'm taller than him. Um, 
athletic. So uh, probably him takes take up from his game because he's he's been in the league for a long time. He's you know being who he is. Um, who else? It's tough. Um, like during the, during the draft process, people compare me to Monte and uh, and George Hill. I got those two, so the, I've I've watched those a couple of times and um, see what they do well and see how they see how they approach the game as well. Noticing a lot of combo guards in here. Uh, you, you've got two guys on your team who were kind of in that same mold that they can interchange one two and Damon CJ. Working with those guys day in day out. What is the thing that you take from them? And I, I have my own thought on this. Like, what, what is your, what is the one thing that you've, you think you've taken from each one of those guys the, the most? Um, I mean, just, just the way they approach the game. I mean, they, you know, obviously, you know, they're two different players, and um, they approach the game two different ways. So, um, you kind of see with, with both sides of how, you know, this guy approached the game and this guy approached the game, and see how they're different and see how that, that works for them. So, um, you know, like, you know, CJ, CJ approached the game pretty simple, go out there and, and hoop. Just go out there and hoop and, and play your game and play how the way you play. Um, so is Dane. Dane's going to, obviously, he's the, he's the leader of the team, so he has to approach it, you know, a little bit differently than, than CJ does. Um, so, um, see, Dane has to, he's the point guard, so he has to make sure everybody gets involved. Um, make sure he's, you know, he's he's basically leading us to to a victory. And make sure we're all okay. Um, he also said the same thing to like me. He just says go out there and play the game, and um, you know, go out there and play with confidence. Speaking of playing with confidence, you look to add something to your game all the time. When you came in the league. You know, we had a, a panel. I actually went back and watched this the other day. We had, you know, five guys who were talking about you as a pick and what you could do. We all knew you, you, you could score. And I think what surprised me the most about your game this year throughout, what was it, 60 games, was how much more you were trying to get to the rim and, mm-hmm. and, and be aggressive in that, in that facet. That's not something that just happens. So when you're practicing, so we, we obviously don't get to see you practice, but when you're practicing, when you're going about adding something to your game, how long do you work on it for? When do you feel comfortable implementing that in the game? Because a lot of folks don't get to see you go through warm-ups every game, but you go through a pretty lengthy warm-up process where you're working on a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. How long is it before you feel comfortable taking a skill? Like, uh, for example, I've, I've seen you go uh, when you're attacking the rim where you're doing a little bit of a fade now. Mm-hmm. fading away from the rim to, to try to avoid that contact. That's something you started to show a little bit towards the end of the season. How long were you working on that before you were like, okay, I can do this in a game now? Um, you know, just trying as much as you can during the practice times. Cause some, you know, practices were some days were, were not contact. So you can really work on it against live body. So um, during those times, you got to kind of mimic it as much as you can. And then the game is more of just going out there and playing to make sure, you know, you're trying to get the best shots you can and go out there playing smart. Um, but those, like, you know, getting to the rim was, wasn't, i say, one of the things that I did, did often. So, um, you know, those are the things that I try to work on and try to expand my game because that would just open up everything else if I'm 
be able to get to the rim. Um, then they open up my jump shot, which is where I'm most comfortable at. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I know you. This is probably one you're going to get excited about a little, at least a little bit. And then I'll let Tara ask a couple questions here. What has been your top three favorite plays so far that you that you've been a part of? Plays. Yeah instances anything so I'll, I'll throw one out there i don't know you know cutting baseline and dunking in miami <laughs> uh yeah that's one of them <laughs> um, let's see i tell you what i remember mm-hmm. why you're thinking um the one uh, i think it was against Philadelphia that would have been the game winner. It was so sweet. The corner three. They just got super unlucky that they had a chance to come back and win it. But that was awesome. That was such a great start to the season. I love that. That would would have been great if I got taken. I just prefer to think that that's where the game ended. Like I make up my own versions of what (laughs) happened. I just prefer to think that the game ended on Anthony Simons three. It was awesome. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. There's a, I mean, Clippers game was one of my favorite games to be a part of. Um, I when I think I scored like 15 in the fourth quarter. Those are my, that's one of my favorite games. Um, and then the second time when we played the Clippers, I forgot I did some move, but that's probably one of my favorite moves that I did this year. So, um, I is that I when did. you caught Shamit? No, Carl Shamit. No, no, no. It was it was the, it's in transition, and um, it's probably the simplest play, but I liked it so much. I, um, what what about it was that you liked so much? I was, you know, coming down, and Paul George guarding me, and I crossed over, went back to the middle, did a like an in and out, and then um, at the free throw line, right? Yeah, and then I laid it to left hand with Kawhi right there. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of my favorite plays too. Yeah, getting by two all-world defenders and finishing at the rim would probably be pretty high on my list, too. (laughs) I bet that felt so good. (laughs) Do you – like, I'm always amazed when I hear basketball players talk about how much they remember specific plays that they've made. Is that something that, like, sort of happened over time? Or even when you were, you know, a, a real young kid and you played, like, after the game was over, could you remember, like, all the highlights of what happened? Um, at a young age, maybe not as much as now, but, um, but then back then I really didn't like when I was elementary school and middle school, I didn't really pay attention to all the plays that I played and I was going out there playing. Um, but now it's more, you know, obviously in the business of basketball, so you got to, you know, know, know your plays, know your craft. So, um, I think now I can remember mostly every play, most of them, at least, at least 90%. And I bet you you go back and watch film and that helps you remember it as well. They probably didn't have as, quite as much film on you when you were in fourth grade. <laughs> Although mom and dad probably had some good footage. Oh, for sure. I mean, me, <laughs> me and my, our parents were looking just now. We had like, we had like a whole thing of like CDs. Uh-huh. My, dad, my, my dad bought a DVD player and we've been watching it like for the past two weeks. So is that why like, we're seeing uh, Anthony Simon's highlights popping up on Instagram? Oh, no, no, those not those. Those are the ones I just saved on my phone. Oh, okay. From two years ago. But, uh, <laughs> um, no, those are like elementary school, sixth grade, fifth grade. Oh, there's probably, okay. There's probably like 100 games in there. 
Oh my God, how fun. Movie night watching old highlights. That's (laughs) awesome. Yeah, mine will be a short reel. (laughs) (laughs) I think what I played, I played basketball for one season in seventh grade and I think I made one bucket. So (laughs) mine would be real short. I was a soccer player in my defense. It's not that I didn't play sports. It's just that I played a different sport. (laughs) Um, so Anthony, I'm not sure if your mom mentioned it to you, but I was lucky enough to have her on, uh, the women's hoops and talks podcast with, uh, my friend Cassidy and I got to talk to your mom and that was super fun to hear her talk about you and how proud she is of everything that, uh, you've done and all the hard work you've put in. I wonder if, um, you could speak for just a moment on like some of the ways that your parents helped out and influenced you as you made this journey into the NBA. Um, no, they've been, they've been for, here for me every step of the way. Um, since I was little, my dad basically put the ball in my hand. I grew up watching my dad play like local rec leagues and stuff and programs. Um, so I've always been around it. Um, you know, my dad, my dad saw I could be really good at a young age at like, it was too young, like six. <laughs> so uh, after that, like when I turned seven, we just started working out um, with my guy that um, Kenny. Um, so ever since then, I've just been working out throughout elementary school, middle school. Every day after elementary school, I would go straight to the park and, and uh, work out. So, I mean, and my mom was always there to save me when my dad it was too hard on me. So that was great. Right on. What do you remember about draft night? Uh, you know, a long night. Um, but like it was like two hours before I got picked. Um, and you know, just a lot of emotions, especially from um everybody else. Seeing everybody else so happy for me, and um, all my family there, and seeing those people that you know saw me grow up and become the player who I am. And I will have a couple questions sort of about kind of how life has changed for you since, since you came in the league. They're easy questions. Don't worry. They're not deep philosophical questions. <laughs> uh, like how uh, have you stepped up your fashion game since you became uh, an NBA player? Mm. You know, they got their cameras on you every night walking and in still there. still Team Nike Pro Fleece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never been like a, like a real wrestler guy like that my whole life. So I always, even in high school, it's coming there with basketball shorts every day, hoodie <laughs> every day, um, running shoes, that's it. So uh, I mean, there'll be a couple of days where I just dress up, wear, put some jeans on. Um, but other than that, you know, I like to I like to stay comfortable. So Carmelo Anthony and uh, Gary Trent Jr. haven't rubbed off on you on the fashion sense yet. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, now like now that I can you know afford to get a couple things that that I wouldn't afford a couple years ago. Um, I will grab them just because I like them. It looks good. What's the one splurge thing you've 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 done since you've been in the league? Splurge thing? Yeah. I like shoes, so. Um, if I'm gonna buy something expensive, I'm gonna buy some expensive shoes. What, what, what was what was the one pair that you had you just had to grab? I bought some Nikes. Some it was some 
think it was some off-white Nikes. I think Serena Williams. Serena Williams ones? I think so. It was. I think it was those. Okay. But those, those are probably the most expensive shoes I bought. Ever. It was. It was. It was an on-site kind of deal. Yeah, it was like it was. I bought them at Flight Club. So. Oh okay. <laughs> Everybody on Twitter who follows me knows that I love what I call the pink shoe shift, which is uh, when you guys wear your pink shoes. Naz wears his a lot, and I think there's been times before when uh, either you or Gary wear your pink shoes, and I, I just love it because it stands out. It's easy to watch on the court, and it's like oh. The shift is in, so everybody. I I, uh, I always note that on Twitter whenever the pink shoe shift is in. So <laughs> this is my plug for continuing to wear pink shoes because I'm, I'm gonna continue to wear pink shoes. Right uh, on. I've, I've, been, I've been wearing pink shoes for a while, though. So um, my AU team back in high school was pink, so I'm used to wearing pink. It's so easy to follow when 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 you come on with those, and also like Dane with his highlighter shoes. I mean, I'm older; my eyes are going bad, so anything that makes it easier for me to track what everybody's doing. <laughs> well, I have a question about the when you came into the league. Do you recall any advice that any of the veterans gave to you that you found particularly useful? Um. You know, the main things that I that I always remember is um, just be yourself. Um, don't let anybody change you. Um, just because you get around a whole bunch of guys that are at this level, um, you know, stay stay true to yourself and be who you are. I mean, that's that's the one thing that you know, like somebody like ET used to tell me. He's like, man, um, you won't get nothing out of a uh, Anthony. Um, he's always being who he is and staying who he is so uh that's one of the things that you know i try to carry myself as and continue to be who i am don't let anything change quick little one that i just thought of here that i i think i have a feeling how this one goes but are you superstitious at all yes and no yes and no <laughs> yes and no what what superstitions do you have and what what makes you have them Um. Like, I, I can only wear one sock. I mean, that's basic stuff like that. Um, I've every, every time I wear two socks, I, I don't shoot the ball well at all. So I always take the one sock. That's Wait, one like, like one, only one sock on one foot? Yeah. Or, like, you don't layer two socks? Or do you only, do you have, uh, I, like... I don't layer two socks. Okay. I thought you were just saying, like, you only wore a sock on one foot. I was like... <laughs> I was like, that's a new one. Like, I, I haven't heard that one before. Okay. A lot of people, lot of people wear two socks and yeah. have all this extra stuff under their, uh, under their foot. So, um, yeah, that's it. I wear tape and, and one sock. That's it. So nothing too crazy. So not, not afraid of ghosts yet and, and nothing too crazy on superstitions. Okay. You're checking out. <laughs> Dan, should we move it? Oh, I feel like it's a mental game with that one. So that's one of those things that's like you're in your own head. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Is, is there anybody in the locker room who we don't, we don't have to name any names. Just, is there anybody in the locker room who's just way over the top superstitious? No, I don't think, I don't think so. No, no. Everybody checks out normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a bunch of listener questions. Uh, we'll kind of go through these. And the first one's here from uh, at Credence 26. Can you ask him what the coaches want him to focus on when he's out on the floor 
And also, what does his day look like basketball-wise with this crazy time? So let's talk about the first part of that. When the coaches are giving you guys your marching orders, what, what are they telling you to do in practice? And what are they telling you to do? What, like, what's your goal to accomplish when you get out on the floor every time? Um, just go out there, basically play hard, play defense. That's number one thing. Um, and go out there and, and be aggressive and, and, you know, be yourself. Um, they know I can score the ball and um, they want me to go out there and be aggressive any times I can. So um, I think those are the two things just to focus on when I'm out there. Okay, I'm going to give you one quick one. You get to pick one way or the other. Pick and roll or DHL? Pick and roll, 100%. Okay. Hmm. Why, why is it you want to go on the pick and roll? Uh, I feel like you have more options and you can see it better. See the, see the whole court and, and see, see where you can attack at better. Um, so, I mean, even though DHOs do work 90% of the time, if you're able to get that, that um, one pull up or get to the rim or hit, hit the big on the roll, um, you know, it's just something about having the ball in hands that's way better. <laughs> the, the creativity aspect of it? Yeah, basically. Okay. Uh, the second part of that, you've already kind of answered this, but we'll, I'll let you kind of elaborate on it. What does your day look like basketball-wise now that basketball is kind of on hold? During the season or like right now? Uh, let's do both. During the season, what, what, what does your day look like on, so, so people have an understanding, and then what is it like now so they can kind of compare and contrast the two? Okay, so days with- – Days we don't have a game, um, we'll have practice. We'll have practice probably around 11, maybe. Um, so I'm waking up at around, let's see. Practice at 11. We have to be there about 10, 15 on the court. I would say I'm waking up around 8.30. Um, 8.30, get up, you know, brush my teeth and go straight to the gym, um, go eat breakfast. And I, I have probably like... I would say an hour just to chill before I have to be out on the court. I like to get I like to get that hour in. So um I'm probably in a hot tub hot tub or something, looking at my phone for like 40 minutes before I have to get out there on the court. <laughs> um just to have that little little time before I have to lock in and go out there and have practice. Get loose, um, get your mind right. Yeah. So practice go from like eleven to twelve thirty, maybe. Um after that. Then we just get shots up or go lift. Um, and then you're probably done. And I'm probably done and out by like 2, 2.30. So, I mean, we there, I'm there for basically from like 9 to 2. So. And now what does it look like? Uh, go home and take a nap. <laughs> or, or go home and get, 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 play my video games for like for the rest of the day. So it depends on how I'm feeling. If I'm, if I'm feeling sleepy, then I'm definitely going to sleep, watching a movie until I fall asleep or, uh, you know, just playing my video games. And um, depending on the day how I feel, I'll probably go back in and, and get some more shots of it in the power city. Okay. Uh, let's see. What's another good one here? I have, uh, can I have a, ask a follow-up one on yeah, that? Go. One of the things that I hear a lot from people right now during this COVID episode is that uh, people are disconnected from the people that they usually hang out with the most. Like for me and my coworkers, like we, you know, we all work remotely. And so we, you know, 
connect like via video chat and stuff like that. Um, how are you able to keep in touch with um, like your teammates and, and your friends that you're not able to see like you used to? Um, you know, we're always keeping in contact through like social media. We'll send each other like a post or something and, and talk about the post or I'll text them about a, a, a new song that came out or something like that. And we we'll always talk about that. Um, Saw Coach Kenyon had you guys leading a workout with you guys on, on uh, was it Zoom then too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're going to do that every Monday. So uh, that's going to be good for us and um, have all the young guys be on there and do like a Zoom workout. So that would be cool too. Cool. Uh, from BlazerFan72 at Hecubus01, what is your biggest takeaway from the season now that you're in the rotation? Uh. Let's see. Mm, probably just a probably just a preparation. Um, we actually have to prepare for the game now. I mean, last year it's more like you know I'm not dressed in house, so it's not the mental. It's not I don't have to get mentally prepared to to play an actual game every, each and every night. Um, you know, last last year I could have probably just after I'm done my workout, I'm 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 chilling. You you're red shirting. <laughs> Yeah, I'm basically I'm basically chilling and getting ready to go out there and watch them play and um, that stuff. So um, this year is more of you know getting ready to prepare for the game and uh, just being locked in. Um, What's the process you go through on a game night when you when you get to the arena? Like what what are the steps that you go through to get ready for a game? Um, walk in, listen. Obviously, listen to my music. Um, while I was listening to my music, I'm looking at a little iPads and watching. Um, you know. Mostly all the players that's on the on the scouting report. So, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. That takes up like I get there out before I shoot, so that probably takes up like thirty to forty forty minutes of my time just watching them. And um, after that, I'm just you know getting my shoes and stuff ready, um, going to get tape because I got to get tape because I'm the last person to shoot. Um, and that's pretty much it. It's probably like an hour of, of prep- mental preparation. I wanted to ask you about that. Is there a uh, is there a veteran pecking order to who gets to go shoot first, or that just kind of work out? It's more of like obviously the the veterans choose first at what time they want to have, and um, obviously like I think nobody wanted the last slot. <laughs> it, it, for me, they chose. They, they asked me if you can get the first spot, which is yeah, be the super early, or you get the last one. So. Like, I like to be in between, but obviously everybody wants to be in between. Yeah. So I chose the last one. I chose the last one. I, I didn't like – I mean, personally, I didn't like going early. I mean, who I, does? Last year. <laughs> but, um, I mean, last year wasn't that bad because, like, I, I mean, there'll be you, days I would, You can shower oh, and change. So. Yeah, I can shower and change real quick. <laughs> right before we even meet to, to for the game, so <laughs> – Right, what do you got, listen to? Oh, sorry. Oh no, go good, Derek. I'm just I'm curious about what do you listen to? Do you listen to the same thing all the time or do you uh have different things you listen to depending on your mood? No, I just go to songs and press shuffle. And if I feel like listening to that song, I'll listen to it. If not, I'll just keep pressing until I find a song that's you know that I want to listen to. Till it is, right? Yeah. You uh, have any suggestions for ones that to help people get particularly hyped up? Honestly, no. <laughs> I don't mean I don't I don't really listen. I don't feel like I listen to hype music before the game. 
Oh. Depends on if it come on, if I'm in the mood for it. But other than that, I'm listening to like basic, basically moderate stuff. Nothing Just to get great. your mind clear yeah. and focused. Taking a little bit from Mellow, getting some slow jams on before. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, he did have a second part to his question, a little less serious. Red Vines or Twizzlers? I'm not a big candy guy, so I, I, I mean. It's, it's, it's okay. It's a little weird not having a candy guy in the locker room. You know that, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't eat candy like that. Okay, okay. I mean, That's an excellent I've choice a, and a very healthy I've choice. A, I've had a Twizzler before. I mean, it was all right. It's all right. We'll, we'll just mark you down as Team Twizzler. It's not that easy. <laughs> he had a Twizzler and he went, never went back for other red items. <laughs> all right, this is going to springboard us a little bit here. Uh, Harrison Smith wants to know why you never wore the, the Bape Dame Force. I think there's a pretty good answer for this. <laughs> I mean, I would if I was with Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Nike, so I gotta, I gotta wear Nike. Sarah, you had a follow up on that one. Yeah, I mean, how does that work when you decide like what sneaker you're gonna go with? What's that process like? Uh, probably before the season, they, the equipment manager comes to us and I matches what shoes we want to wear this year, and I kind of, I tell them like, I really don't know, so like, can you get one of each, and I'll just try them all out. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna try every shoe that came out during that time, and um. I kind of basically choose which ones I like, or I bring some. I'm running a lot from. I order a lot during the summer, so um, I get a whole bunch of shoes that I knew I liked, and um, old shoes I used to wear during high school, and buy just buy brand new, brand new ones. So, um, I mean, that's that's basically the process. Are the are the guys with the PEs like Damon CJ? They're like, hey, why aren't why aren't you wearing Adidas? Why aren't you wearing Leanings? Or they just leave you alone? No, they leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, they, they, don't, they don't really talk about that like that. Uh, <laughs> Most of the time, it's like somebody somebody come to me like, oh, let me get a Lean In deal or let me get an Adidas deal. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. 20,000 Thorns wants to know how your family is doing during all of this. And they said they're kind of worried about, what, about where Florida is going to be in a couple of weeks. So we've kind of touched on it already, but how, how, is, how is the whole family handling everything? How's everything going for you guys? Oh, we're great. I mean, we we have no problem staying at home. <laughs> Not like my dad loves it that we're staying at home and we're in Florida in the hot sun. He just loves it. I mean, he doesn't want to go out at all. Even I asked somebody to come go pick me up some food or something. He don't want to do it. <laughs> Are y'all like cooking a lot more or picking up any hobbies or anything? I've seen a lot of people have started baking and started sewing and doing all kinds of crafts. You got anything you're thinking about that goes on much longer? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I like, I, mean, I like to stick to the bread and butter. <laughs> Just playing my video games. That's it. I thought, gonna, you, I thought you were saying you're actually sticking to like bread and butter when you're cooking. I was like, oh, okay. uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I cook a little bit too. So, what's what's your what's your best meal that you can cook? Chicken alfredo. Oh, so it goes with bread and butter. Okay, okay. Or, That's so, my best one. So, are you a white sauce or red sauce guy? That's tough. I do both. Do both. Well, I, 
if I if I had to choose, I do red because like a lot of things go with red sauce. Smart man. You make lasagna, ziti, spaghetti, all that. Yeah, white sauce you can only really do with chicken, so it's kind of like. Eh. Yeah. All right, uh, Abby wants to know: Do you know all of Gary Trent Jr.'s little brothers' names? Do I know all their names? Yeah, because they're all they're all forms of Gary. I know. <laughs> I think. Man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you talk about him all the time. So it's like he has a lot of little brothers. So <laughs> I don't think one of them is like Garrison. Mm-hmm. That's one. Um, that's one I do remember. That's that's the I think that's 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 the easy one because you know it's Gary and it just kind of works in. Gary told me all their names, but I, I forgot. <laughs> it, like, you can just go with Gary, 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 and Gary. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let you bail out on that one. But he also wants to know, what's the funniest Gary Trent Jr. story you have? The funniest Gary Trent story? Mm-hmm. That you can safely say. <laughs> I don't know. Gary's a character, man. I mean, it was. I mean, it was a time last year. You know, we would play the game and stuff. Two K and um, last year we said we all the young guys were big on Fight Night. Even though I didn't play Fight Night, um, I used to go in there and watch him play Biggie and uh, Wade, and they'd just be going at it all day, all day playing Fight Night. And I'd just be sitting there watching them. So that's. I mean, I got a couple of videos too on my phone, or or I'm just recording them arguing and stuff about the game, about the fights and stuff. But that's probably one of the funniest, funniest moments with them. The, mo- the most serious action actually happens off the court. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, I believe that's what we have for listener questions. Or, yeah. Tara, what else you got? Well, I just want to say how nice it is to have a chance to talk with you, Anthony. You know, one of the things that has been really fun is just uh, watching over the season has been watching the young players develop. And like I said, that pink shoe shift with you guys, you know, Naz and Gary Trent, um, you know, seeing you guys have a chance to uh, come out and uh, get more playing time. That's always exciting. Um, And we're all looking forward to seeing you know, what happens next? Is there, is there anything else that, you know, you want to, uh, you know, that you, uh, want to tell folks or share about like, um, how you're, you know, coping with this time or, uh, anything at all like that words to leave wisdom to leave us with. I think it's been what I'm getting at is I think it's been really cool how people in the NBA have been, um, you know, we're first to like understand that this virus was a serious thing and that, you know, uh, to take it seriously. And then people have been doing a lot of things to just kind of like cheer up NBA fans by doing, you know, fun videos and doing Instagram live things like that. And I just think that fans are, um, are really happy when you do thought something like take time to come on and talk with us and answer all our silly questions. <laughs> and, you know, I think that's, it's been really fun. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think the NBA does a good job of, you know, staying connected with the fans and um, making sure we're still engaged. Obviously, you know, they're still playing old games that a lot of people don't remember, but, you know, like finals games back 10 years ago. So, um, 
you know, it's cool to see to see those games now because I understand the game more mm-hmm. and seeing like, you know, why they won or why, you know, this play happened or why this play happened. So um I think they're trying to keep the fans connected as much as possible by doing stuff like the 2K tournament and stuff like that. Here's one I got to ask you that kind of plays off that. Have you watched the 2000 Western Conference Finals? 2000? Uh-huh. The one that haunts Blazers fans forever. I have. You have? Yeah, I have. Yeah, that's right. You're a Kobe guy. I forgot. I mean, but I, mean, <laughs> I watched it later on. I, obviously, then I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, but, on, the, on I mean, the replays. I mean, I lived in the East Coast, so it was it was rare when I seen the Western Western Conference game. What what's uh, one of the old games that you've watched over the last couple of weeks or anything like that that was like that kind of blew you away? Um, the ones I remember the most probably in watching the game was probably the Heat. He played in, um, in the finals. The the Maverick really series. Mavericks. Mavericks, yeah. Um, that was a, that was a really good series. It was. Um, yeah, no, it was a great series. <laughs> uh, what was the other one? It, was a it came on like last night or two days ago. Boston? Was it oh, Boston? the Boston, the Boston LA series. Yeah. That was yeah, at uh, 09, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get going, um, what's the your outside of obviously the season being shut down? You talked about with Jason Quick the other day how this is about you climbing the mountain and you don't know mm-hmm. how steep it is. What's been your biggest takeaway from this season, the good, the bad, the in-between? When you look back on it, if, if this is how the season ends, what's the biggest thing that you take away from it? Um, Like I said before, like, you know, staying, staying true to yourself and um, continue to do the things that got you here. Um, so even though, like, maybe you're tired one day from, from having too bad a back-to-back, um, you know, if you need to go to the gym and get extra shots up just to keep yourself, you know, engaged and keep going, that's what you need to do. And so, um, you know, those two things are, you know, um, Maybe we didn't do during the beginning of the season because I thought I was tired and, and do stuff. But later on during the season, I started to do it more and um, do it more and more. And then obviously, you know, those those same things came back from the beginning of the season where, you know, I'm playing better and, and staying sharp as well. So, um, you know, those are the things that I'll probably carry on for the rest of my career. Awesome. All right, Ant, I just want to thank you for joining us, man. Um, anything you want to plug here? Maybe a website that you've got? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, Did you, you see what shirt I'm wearing? Buy the Ant merch at www.theanthonysimers.com. <laughs> and remember, water is not wet. It's not, actually. <laughs> you you saw Terry's shirt, right? I know, I saw it. It's not... <laughs> I am the envy. Uh, People get so envious when I walk into this room and I'm like, you can go buy one too and you can have this wisdom right on your chest like I do. (laughs) All right, thanks for joining us, man. It's been great. I hope you and the family are doing well. Uh, We'll catch up. We'll get some more caught action in because you and I ain't busy for the next couple of weeks. (laughs) 
I'm, I was going to ask you if you're going to be on Warzone tonight because I'm going to be on. Yeah, I'll, I'll be around. I'll be around. Uh, I'll text you. <laughs> sure. All right, take care, buddy. Appreciate you. Yes. Thank you. Can I take us out of here? Or uh, Yeah, let me go ahead and uh, – you know what? Screw it. Just go ahead and run it. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. What are we doing? Oh, we're ending the show now. Uh, all right. Well, uh, th- thank you so much, uh, for everyone, for joining us tonight. For And thank you, Anthony, for joining us and answering all of our questions. If you want to find the Blazer's Edge podcast, you can find it in the Blazer's Edge podcast feed or at blazersedge.com. You can find me on Twitter at TCBBigs. Danny, why don't you take us out of here? All right, folks. Thanks again, Ann, for joining us. Uh, you can find me on social media at D-A-N-N-Y-M-A-R-A-N-G. You can find Anthony Simons at A. N F E R N E E S I M O N S on social media as well. Uh, again, Ant, thanks for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. And uh, stay safe. Uh, you know, stay keep keep your mind right, and uh, I'll, I'll catch you on some COD here in a bit. For everybody else listening, take care, and we'll catch you guys next week.